This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. How's everybody doing? It's Monday, August 1st, and this is a bonus episode of the College Football Daily, our second episode of the day. If you haven't listened to the first one yet, make sure to do so wherever you get your podcast. Nick Costco was joined by Indiana head coach Tom Allen for an in-depth discussion on the Hoosiers. But for this episode, I am joined by 24-7 Sports National College football writer Chris Hummer to discuss one of his most anticipated pieces of the year, his annual 30 under 30 list detailing the top 30 coaches which is all under the age of 30. Hummer, thanks so much for coming on and joining me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime I get to talk about 30 under 30, I'm excited. These are these are the next generations of stars in college. And, and look, I'm excited to talk to you about it. Uh, a couple Scarlet Knights on there, one of which we will, we will certainly get to. And I, of course, was excited about that. Uh, so we're going to run through in this discussion about four or five names on the list. And you can find the whole list at 247sports.com. But before we start, I have to ask just how difficult this is for you to do. Look, college football has so many talented coaches, so many up-and-comers throughout all conferences. I'm sure as the years have gone by now, I think this is year six, I believe, of this list. It's only gotten harder and harder to narrow it down prior to each season, I'm sure. How difficult is this for you to come up with these 30 names? Yeah, it's extremely difficult. Like coming up with just 30, it hurts my soul a little bit. I've talked to dozens and dozens of people for this. There are many really well-deserving people that kind of get left on the cutting room floor, not because they don't belong, but just because there's only 30 spots. And it really has gotten more difficult. When we started this like six years ago, Steve Wolfong and Barton Simmons and I were doing this. There were fewer, I believe, than 30 on-field coaches under the age of 30, period, when we started this list. Now that we have 10 assistants in college football, that number is going rapidly. There's 60-plus assistants under the age of 30 in college football right now. You throw in analysts and GAs, FCS coaches, player personnel department people, analysts, uh, quality control, all of those other positions. There's so many candidates to sift through. College football is younger than ever, and it makes this list really difficult. But at the same time, I also feel like this list is as strong as we've ever had for 30 under 30. There's just a lot of great coaches on this list, a lot of great player personnel people, people I feel like are going to impact the sport for a really long time. Absolutely. So many great names on this list, so many to choose from. And there's a few that stood out to me reading through this list. First, I want to talk about Chad Bowden, Notre Dame's director of recruiting. Now, under Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame currently has the number two class in the team recruiting rankings as we record a stellar class for Freeman as he enters year one at the helm of the Fighting Irish. But while Freeman may get most of, if not all, the credit, it's certainly not without the help of a great recruiting staff. You know, Bowden helps lead that staff. He's really been Freeman's right-hand man when it comes to recruiting. And 
he's made it abundantly clear, not just this year, but in years past, that he's one of the nation's really dynamic recruiters. Yeah, Chad Bowden has quickly gained a reputation as one of the most energetic and dynamic recruiters in the country. He's been with Marcus Freeman since Marcus Freeman's days at Cincinnati. He went with Marcus Freeman to Notre Dame. He was the director of defensive recruiting last year under Brian Kelly, working side by side with Marcus Freeman. And we saw immediate returns in Notre Dame's 2022 recruiting class and the effect of Marcus Freeman and Chad Bowden together, number nine in the country. And this year in 2023, that class is tracking to be a top five class overall nationally. They have recruited the lights out at Notre Dame, a place traditionally difficult to recruit to because of some of the academic limitations. But players and their families rave about Chad Bowden. He obviously has a history in the player personnel space. His dad was a longtime major league baseball executive, works for CBS Sports HQ now, actually, Jim. So he's been around college athletics and athletics for a long time, but almost universally people rave about Chad Bowden. I think he's going to do huge things in the player personnel space. And if he ever wants to be on the field as a coach, I think that would be a pretty easy transition for him as well. He's very well respected in the industry and one of the best up and coming player personnel folks in college football. Yeah, and he's really showing it again. Notre Dame, a top two class currently as we record for 2023. Another name I want to mention, and no, I'm not just bringing him up because of bias, but Marquise Watson, Rutgers defensive line coach is someone that stood out to me. And he's one of two on this list who were also on it last year. One of two Scarlet Knights staffers on this list as well, alongside Demir Shaw, the wide receivers coach. This is his second stint at Rutgers, was previously with Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin and co-defensive coordinator Chris Partridge. I know for a fact that he's a dynamic recruiter. The talent in New Jersey loves him. And I think since this is now his second time on your list, you must think very highly of him as well. Yeah, we actually had him as a GA two years ago on this list at Ole Miss. Um, We had a lot of people speak really highly of him and that hasn't stopped the last two years. There's a reason why I believe he's the youngest defensive power five coach in the country. He's only 27 years old. And I think he projects as a future head coach. Like he's got that type of talent. He's one of those people that really resonates with players and their families in terms of relating to them. But he's also, as you said, a dynamic recruiter. Um, He's shown that. This isn't even his first real opportunity to have his own room. He's had a pretty winding road. Played at Bryant coming out of high school. Actually played with Jabril Peppers in high school for those parents. Paramus Catholic, yeah. Yeah, under then, under Chris Partridge, too. Under Chris Partridge, who was his defensive coordinator at Ole Miss when he hired him as a GA. And Chris Partridge speaks as highly of Marquis Watson as he would anybody. And like the trajectory for Watson is only going to continue going up. Um, he is one of the youngest coaches in the country, period. Um, he's recruited really well early in his tenure at Rutgers. He's had production when he's been on the field. He actually coached Ole Miss in the bowl game two years ago. And that defensive line that he coached that day had one of their best performances of the year. He's just one of those coaches that's trending up and trending up really quickly. Um, he'll be at Rutgers is his home. Like he's from New Jersey. Like he's been there all his life. I expect him to be there for a minute, but it would not shock me at all if he is a SEC defensive line coach soon and a coordinator quickly after that. Like he is on one of those trajectories that's only going up. And one of the positives, at least for the Scarlet Knights this year, a lot of uh, anticipation surrounding their defensive line room, in large part because of Marquise Watson's presence. But before we before we break, I also want to discuss Taylor Lamb, who's the new quarterbacks coach at Virginia. Yes, that's the same Taylor Lamb that lit it up at quarterback for App State in the mid-2010s. He now leads UVA's QB room under new head coach Tony Elliott. And look, he has quite the quarterback to work with in Brennan Armstrong. And his work with Armstrong this season, I think, can elevate him even further as one of the top young minds in college football. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Brennan Armstrong is one of the top returning quarterbacks in college football, period. But 
Taylor Lamb also has a reputation already as a developer of quarterbacks and of offenses. He was actually, this is a pretty rare thing in your 20s to be an offensive coordinator, even on the FCS level. But last year, he was Gardner Webb's offensive coordinator. They ranked in the top 30 nationally in terms of yards per play, averaged six yards essentially a play in uh, the FCS last year. That's excellent production, especially for somebody so young. Lamb has also made a bit of a splash as a recruiter. I think it went a little unnoticed in the Arch Manning height, but he did visit Virginia. And that was in large part because of Taylor <laughs> Lamb and his recruiting of Arch Manning. Obviously, they didn't come close to landing him. But to get somebody like that on campus speaks to both Tony Elliott and Taylor Lamb's pursuit of Arch Manning. And that's a statement early in their career, early in that staff's tenure together. So I think Taylor Lamb, as a proven play caller at one point in his career, as one of the youngest Power 5 quarterback coaches in the country, has shown that he is on the track long-term to be a coordinator in college football and likely potentially to be a head coach down the line. He's someone that I think those in the industry are looking at as a rising star. And I'm happy to have him on our list this year. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll talk a couple more names with Chris Hummer when we come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I want to head now to Ann Arbor. We talked about Marquise Watson earlier as one of two returners from the from previous 30 under 30 lists. Well, the second returnee is Grant Newsom. He's Michigan's tight end coach and the youngest on-field coach at the Power 5 level. This is his first year as tight ends coach. And before that, with the maize and blue, he was an offensive line graduate assistant. And well, Michigan's offensive line last year, they were they were pretty good. They only won the uh, the Joe Moore, uh, the Joe Moore Award, not the Joe Moorehead Award, the Joe Moore Award uh, for the top offensive line in the country. Hummer, what stands out to you about Newsom? You know, how was he able to make this list once more? Yeah, Grant Newsom, I think, is the youngest player to ever, or ever youngest coach to ever make this list. He was 23 when he was on it the first time as a GA at Michigan. I think he's tied with Billy Fessler, who's now our Akron's quarterback coach. Speaking of Joe Moorhead, as a 23 year old as well. But Grant Newsom is somebody those in the Michigan program have raved about ever since he was a player at Michigan back in the, I believe, the 2015 class. He is one of those guys who's interned on Capitol Hill. He could have easily had a job on Wall Street if he wanted it. I think Jim Harbaugh, like this is a direct quote, has called him the finest human he's ever been around in his coaching or playing career. So those around Michigan rave about him. And his career was unfortunately cut short because of an injury he suffered as a sophomore. He was Michigan's starting left tackle as a true sophomore. He almost lost his leg. He had to retire after two years of rehab, trying to get back. He ended up retiring, but then he joined the staff as a student assistant. And in the time since those are on the program, which just raved about the guy. If you talk to him, he's super impressive. One of those guys you can talk to 16 and 17 year olds and could talk to 50 and 60 year olds who are selling his parents. Like he can relate to anyone. He has shown his chops as a position coach as well. Obviously, he hasn't had the room by himself. He's worked with Sharon Moore the entire time. But when he was coaching tight ends, they had three 
all conference tight ends in his tenure. When he was coaching with the offensive line, they won the Joe Moore Award last year and made the college football playoff in large part because of the line of scrimmage. And this year, taking over a tight end room with potential all conference candidates again, um, I think his trajectory is only pointing up. Grant's still really young. He's just 25, but I think he could either be at Michigan for a long time or pretty quickly go up in the ranks as a coordinator. But I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to easily let him go. There's a reason why Jim Harbaugh made him the youngest position coach in the entire Power Five. And those around Michigan just really love Grant Newsom. And so last one, and then we'll get out of here. We talked about my alma mater, Rutgers. We'll hit on your alma mater, Texas. And let's talk about the director of recruiting at Texas, Brandon Harris. So like Chad Bowden, who we talked about first, Harris has emerged as one of the top recruiting staffers in the country. And like Notre Dame's recruiting class, Texas recruiting has also shined. You know, they currently rank fourth in the team recruiting rankings for 2023. And with Harris, you know, he had a few overtures this past offseason from college programs and NFL teams as well. So it shows just how much of a wanted man he is at not only the college level, but at the NFL level as well. And, and Texas, I think, really has a rising star on their hands with Harris. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really that long ago where Brandon Harris was LSU starting quarterback. Like, if y'all remember, I think it was the 2016 season. He was the starter for LSU. Come a long way since then for both Harris and LSU. LSU, but he's become a superstar at Texas and an off-field recruiting role. He really has a hand in almost all of Texas's recruiting. He's not the primary recruiter on anybody, but he has a he factors into everybody in the class, including Arch Manning. Brandon Harris, obviously being a Louisiana native, had a lot to do with that recruitment. So he's made an impact on a recruiting effort that's coming off a five and seven season for Texas to sit where it is after a five and seven season in their recruiting rankings is a, an accomplishment on its own. But I think long-term Brandon Harris is likely going to be on the field. I think talking to people around the program, that is something he'd like to do. He did have overtures from both Temple this offseason to be director of player personnel. Obviously, Stan Drayden was at Texas last year with him and also the LA Rams. So he has been a guy in demand, as you said. And I think he's just one of those people in the industry that we're going to continue to see rise. I, I don't know what his ultimate ceiling is, but people speak really highly of him around Austin. He clearly has made an impact from a recruiting perspective. And I think his future is super bright. So Chad Bowden, Marquise Watson, Taylor Lamb, Grant Newsom, and Brandon Harris. These are only a few of the members of Chris Hummer's annual 30 under 30 list detailing the top 30 coaches under the age of 30. Remember, you can find the whole list at 247sports.com. Hummer, this was a great read. Of course, I'm happy to see some Rutgers staffers on it. And thanks so much for coming on as always. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer and follow me on Twitter at Lance underscore G11. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and like and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube page as well. So for Chris Hummer, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily and enjoy your Monday. takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.